Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Kalia Collier. Kalia is the owner and general manager of the St. Louis Surge, a woman's professional basketball team playing in the Global Women's Basketball Association. She also serves as a program coordinator at the St. Louis University Chaffetz School of Business. You are a busy woman. Hi, Kalia. Hi, Mish. How are you today? I am fantastic. I'm so happy that you came to this podcast. Oh, I've been looking forward to this uh, since we met. Oh, yeah. And, you know, so we get to meet and I get to know more about you. And I have to say, I was I was like all floaty after our meeting because I thought, here is this very strong woman who is making women's sports, finally, like we're getting there, right? Women's sports are really getting there. It's a thing. But outside of just making the sports a thing, you have gone to this whole other level in care for your for the people that play and and to take them to new levels in their life alone. So can we talk about that? Absolutely. Let's hear uh, it. And that's the part that really I think people who know about the surge and are learning more about the surge, the obvious is always what we do on the court. We're a professional basketball team, but what we do off the court uh, is just as impressive if not more. I love it. And so off the court, it is not just about how you're playing for this team. It's about your financial, it's about your emotional, it's about your mental. Yes, uh, it is a holistic approach. So I'm never recruiting uh, an individual player from just a one-dimensional aspect. Um, you know, we're, we're recruiting you, of course, for your talent and the abilities that you have as, a, as an athlete to continue your professional career. Um, but we're also recruiting you based on your character. Uh, and that philosophy for us of recruiting character first without sacrificing talent has always been at the foundation of Surge. And so when you see Surge players, you know that they're incredibly smart, they're incredibly talented, and then you do a deep dive on everything we provide for resources for our players um, and the experience that they receive in St. Louis, uh, and for a lot of my out-of-staters that end up coming into the city, they fall in love with uh, with St. Louis. And that's what's Aww. really cool to Yay. watch, honestly. I love St. Louis. I love hearing other people are falling in love with St. Louis. It is, because I am, a, as a St. Louis native, um, and really getting behind this STL made and champion behind the city and all yes. the positive things that are happening right here in our own communities uh, is something that you really want to highlight. You want to focus on and drive that type of impact of saying you can be a part of it, too. Exactly. So where do you find your players from? And let me first, I first want to say this. I love that you go character first because what you're actually then creating are the heroes and the mentors for the the next generation as opposed to, oh, and then we found out that they were really this person, a great whatever basketball, football, whatever player, but as a character, their character was quite a bit off. And then you've got these kids that were like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I really admire this person. And you're going, let's not admire them anymore. So you are providing people that can be admired and yeah, should and, be. And, and should be. And I think that's what makes uh, women's professional sports and just women who play sports in general, it's, it's a different um, it's a different level of investment when you see how educated these women are. You know, the fact that, you know, you've been scholar athletes your entire career. You've worked incredibly hard your entire career. And the foundation is just, it's very different. Um, I feel like it's apples to oranges to men's professional sports. When you peel back the layers of 
the caliber of person you're getting, um, it's just been different because right. you're you're not you're not coming out always making multi-million dollar endorsements and signing a seven-figure contract. So you're doing it for the passion, the love of the game, and for so many people that you're trailblazing for that you don't even know it sometimes. Exactly. I mean, there's so, and, and I think, I mean, it's part of it that, and I don't want to be all generalization here, but, um, you know, you hear about these young guys that they get into professional whatever, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're making a ton more money than they've ever made before. And, and I, I think a lot of them aren't really getting good guidance, where you're giving guidance as well. Right from the start, and I think that's what we talk about with habits in building and lifestyle changes for our, our players. Uh, they know that you're going to get a competitive uh, professional development experience through our coaching staff, you know, through our physicians, through our training staff, and so on and so forth. But you're also going to get your first workshop in home ownership. We're going to make sure that you're building to a 720 credit score. We're going to make sure oh. that you're getting internships and externships and resources and network of uh, phenomenal professionals that want to help guide you in your career post-basketball uh, that really truly have your best interest at heart. And that is a different recruiting approach. I'm not recruiting players that simply just want to play basketball. Right. Uh, I need you to have the aptitude to understand the resources that we provide, and I need you to be able to see further than what's just beyond you right now. Wow. And how many, I mean, so many young women in sports or not could use that, right? I mean, I remember at one point my daughter said to me, Mom, I love school, but why don't they teach me some of the stuff I know for sure I'm going to need for the rest of my life? I think at the time she was complaining about algebra. But, um, <laughs> but you know, but you know what I'm saying? She's like, she's like, I don't see me in my 30s going, Ah, I'm so glad I took algebra. She's like, but in my 30s, I would like to know, like, how do you balance a checkbook? How do you, I mean, these of course are things that I'm going to help her with, but I'm thinking that would be a, that would be a very helpful thing for these kids to learn. You, you know, know, and the thing that we know, uh, and I can, I can definitely echo this. My parents have shared some incredible things with me uh, as a kid and growing up and, you know, as you start your career, but when it's echoed by people that you respect, love, admire, it means that much more sometimes. Right. Um, and so it, I think there's something um, in our educational system that, it needs to be more at the forefront. Uh, you shouldn't be when, you know, I'm recruiting players all across the country. We literally customize our own dream team uh, with getting a lot of players that's here locally uh, within the Missouri, Illinois region, but everywhere. So when I'm going East Coast, West Coast, and I get a player that's 23, 24, 25, and their parents are still managing their bank account, or they don't right. even know what their credit score is. Right. Um, or they have no credit, so therefore you have bad credit. Yes. And these are things that they're happy to hear to say, wow, I just didn't know. And now that you know, guess what you do? Better. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and that that applies to not only just athletes, but I think everyone looks for those resources and organizations, uh, especially from a career path with any young individual that's saying, hey, who is really going to, you know, embrace me in their organization? Yeah, right. I love that. I love that. I think that is, I mean, I, like I said, after I first met you and you told me how you went and how you approached everything, I was like, dang it, I want everybody to do this. I want you to 
teach the Hakalia. <laughs> and that, I think that's creating a culture. Uh, and that's one thing that I've always wanted to build Surge a little bit different. Uh, my Blue Ocean strategy has been to, to create this blueprint model that we're able to replicate across the country and select markets. And what you will continue to see across our league is providing players a platform and, a, and an opportunity they simply haven't had here in the States um, outside of other professional leagues that exist. So teach me about the surge. Like what I mean, how often do you guys play? Where do you travel to? Who comes in town to see you? What's this all look like? Oh, Mish. So Surge is one, my Disney World. Uh, <laughs> oh, I Surge love is it. really my Disney World. I eat, breathe, and sleep Surge. Uh, as owner and GM, I wear so many different hats. Right. Um, and there's never been a startup franchise quite like the Surge, uh, particularly here within the St. Louis market. And so when people hear about the brand of the Surge, they know that we are positive energy surging through the community. It is as cheesy as it gets. I love it. Um, no, that's not cheesy. That's <laughs> awesome. Positive energy surging. St. Louis needs it. I love it. And the atmosphere speaks for itself. Uh, to see what we've been able to accomplish as we head into our ninth season, tipping off for at season four at WashU, uh, drawing now two to 3,000 fans per game, seeing the level oh. of diversity that Surge Games are a melting pot. It embodies community. You know, you're coming in with a smile on your face. You're excited about the atmosphere. You're excited about all the perks. Uh, and then on top of it, the cherry on top is that you're getting the players' autographs after the game. And it just becomes this oh, natural fun. camaraderie of a place that you want to be, be able to take your friends, your family, um, and just come for an experience of a lifetime that you're getting at an affordable price point. Right, exactly. Uh, and that's what I think is is so important with Surge for me is it's a chance for me to experience selfishly. I know I never had the chance to, to go to a game as a kid to see women professional sports no. really at any capacity here in St. Louis. And the fact that we get to set that standard uh, for so many individuals coming in to experience it for the first time, but you're experiencing the Surge brand. Um, and that's what people buy into. It's a lot more than than watching a basketball game. Yes. There's a lot more going on. Yes, you. So I, I love saying, you know, it's great. I want you to bleed red with the cards. You have the blues, but now you're bleeding green with green, the surge. Exactly. Uh, there and you we've go. We've really we've taken a seat at the table uh, here in the St. Louis market. I, I can't necessarily say that it was given to us, but we have definitely earned it. We've worked. Uh, we've been consistent. Uh, we've continued to gain momentum every single season. We've continued to grow uh, and this accelerated uh, growth that we have headed here into 2020 is going to be fun to watch. Well, congratulations on that. Thank so you. where do you guys go? I mean, what other teams do you play? Do you travel a lot? We do. So uh, as the league continues to expand and grow right now, we're primarily focused within a six to eight hour radius Um smack dab in the Midwest. Okay. Uh, so gotcha. as you're heading to Wisconsin, we're heading to Michigan. Uh, we further out to Nashville, to Chicago. Uh, we anticipate continued growth uh, as we look at markets in Kentucky and Iowa and Nebraska. It gives us uh, just so many opportunities of markets that have been completely untapped, particularly in women's professional sports. Right. Uh, and then when you see the caliber of players that now we're competing against in these other markets, uh, it's and the, the world of basketball is so small because in women's professional sports, you have so many players that are playing all across the world. Um, I, you know, okay. Half of our roster every year transitions 
literally all across the world, from Turkey to Greece to Czech Republic to Australia to all of these different countries where they highlight women's professional sports differently than we do here in the States. Um, So for those players to be able to come back here, have their family and friends see them, um, because most of the time you haven't seen them since high school or college days. I gotcha. Um, Okay. And so we provide that opportunity uh, within the GWBA and with within the St. Louis Surge for you to be right here. Love it. We're going to take a quick break. We will be right back with Kalia. All right, we're back with Kalia. We're talking about women and basketball, but we also want to talk about entrepreneurship. And we're both entrepreneurs, so we know we love this world. Yes, (laughs) it's a lot of work, but we love it. But talk to that. You know, and it's interesting because as a franchise owner, as a general manager, I understand that I'm in the realm of sports business, right? But I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Um, And seeing incredible women now in just phenomenal leadership positions, having our players uh, be groomed as entrepreneurs and career professionals and just having them feel empowered to know that they can do anything that they set their mind to. Uh, And I feel like sometimes it sounds so cliche, right, Mitch? Like, you know, (laughs) work hard, you know, and the hard work pays off and you can do. It's true, though. It is Um, true. You have to stay the course. Yes. Is it hard? Is it challenging? Do you want to quit on some days? Absolutely. Well, it's your comfort zone, yes. right? And so I t- that's one of my favorite things to talk about is get out of your comfort zone. That's where all the cool stuff happens. The truth is, is it's knowing and trusting that the, the light is at the end of the tunnel even when you don't see it. Right. Um, and I think for so many women who are on that cusp sometimes of thinking about, should I go for it? You know, my my nine to five is safe. Do I really want to be an entrepreneur? It's different when it's not paid vacation. Right. Uh, it, it feels different. It's it's really a lot of weights on your shoulder. It does come with a lot of stress sometimes. Yeah. But it's high risk, high reward. Uh, yes. And it, it makes it so satisfying. Um, and I, I feel the same way, Mish, about seeing women like yourself who are just, I see, I got to see you from afar at TEDx and <laughs> seeing women who are empowered, who are telling their stories. That is motivating. It's yeah. inspiring. And we're supposed to feed off of one another's energies and stories and say, you know what? If she can do it, I can do it. Exactly. And, and I think what, what I love, well, first of all, St. Louis, I mean, number one for women, in, in that own their own businesses, yes. we're like we're number one, which is amazing. Uh, but I think the other thing with this whole entrepreneurship thing is, like you said, high risk, high reward. There is something so satisfying about knowing that you built this. Yes, you know, you built this, and you are you are able to support yourself from it, and then you can help others around you build something for themselves as well. And it's huge. And St. Louis, I mean, we're a startup city. So if you're anybody out there who's not from St. Louis and looking to become an entrepreneur, you should come visit us because startup is the name of the game here. And hands down, the cost of living alone uh, oh, is, no is worth it kidding. to just explore. And then you get built into these networks and people who really want to help connect you with no strings attached. Right. Uh, and I think that's what our players from a recruiting model, too. It's like, wait a minute, this sounds too good to be true. Um, <laughs> and then once, you know, you, it's the speed of trust, right? Yeah, Everyone has right. that layer of skepticism of being like, wait a minute. You guys are you really know, that nice. This? We, and we it's really like, are. Yes, We're I very really... collaborative. It's the abundance mindset. Yeah. 
Yes. Right. So instead of looking at everyone around you as your competition, you look at them as potential people that you can collaborate with and that you can partnership with and that you can help each other grow. I love building teams. Um, Outside of everything that I do, my favorite part of my job is building teams and seeing our fans come into a home that they experience um, every single summer with us. That is one of my favorite parts uh, of the job because I have to build a team on court that you see uh, that is, you know, built of incredible, phenomenal, talented women. But I'm also building a team off the court. Uh, Our front office staff, uh, all of our accountants, our attorneys, our physicians, our marketing team, everything that encompasses the Surge brand, uh, and then being able to identify partnerships that are meaningful. Uh, I, I always look at life as this balanced scale, and if it's, right. if it's outweighing and it's just not a good fit, you got to even it out. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what I've really excelled in and has become my sweet spot of really trusting your gut, uh, which is sometimes it's the hardest a thing. thing to do. But it's so important. Trusting right. your gut is a big thing. If, if you know, I, I call it everything from intuition to spidey sense to whatever I feel like <laughs> that day. But, but I... I will sometimes just sit with something and think, what do I really feel about this? Like, I just really got to get to that place sometimes of, is this good? Is this bad? Or am I allowing something to be happening in my life because, you know, maybe I need to heal something. You know, like that, this keeps coming up and I need to heal this because I don't want this situation anymore. But, and then on the other side, it's like, Yay, universe, for bringing me this great gift of this person that's going to help me and support me and we can, like, work together yes. and what have you. Fear is a beast. Um, oh. uh, it is. And, and yes. I don't care what economic status you are, how long you've been in the game, levels of experience. Fear creeps up on you no matter where you are in yes. life. Yes. Uh, and to be able to combat fear and all of the negative thoughts that run through your own head is mm-hmm. enough with, when you're not even talking about the rest of the crowd that has their own opinions <laughs> and want to share these insights about what you're doing with your life. Uh, but I, I love always tossing the question back, what would I do if fear didn't exist? You know, and that's something I challenge my own self fear when I'm thinking about, you know, well, I want to do this, I want to do this. And my natural reservation is say, you know what, you're comfortable here. Uh, I am big on if better is possible, good is not enough. Uh, for for people that really know me, they know I embody that. Um, I, I truly love trying to be the best version of myself in, in a holistic approach. And that's something that I've, uh, I've fully embraced in 2020. It's so obvious with you, though. I love it. I love how you've just, it, it, when I, just being around you, you have embraced it. You You walk the walk, you talk the talk, you teach it. You support it, you know, and you're helping this incredible group of women uplift themselves in so many ways. I believe the next generation, and not even just the next generation, is supposed to be better than us. Oh, like always. That, that is, Absolutely. That's the marathon to me of uh, the relay race. Yes. The next leg is supposed to be faster. You're supposed to be stronger. You're, we're elevating uh, everyone we, we surround ourselves with, and I think that is the power of a team. Right. Right. And so when it comes to your team, I mean, that's it's got to be 
that's a lot of work just to find the players that are going to fit in with everything that you're looking for, right? This year is, is not easy by any means. You know, I, I think a lot of people, when you say you make it look easy, um, people just think it comes together within you're a blink like, of an eye. You're just like, oh, uh, Mary looks great. Bring her on over. There's <laughs> so many hours and legwork and game film and interviews and conversations and assessments and all of this data that we take into account before a player ever makes it to St. Louis. Um, but that, I think that is one of the most challenging things for me up coming this season is that we're rebuilding a roster. Um, And that's a big deal of identifying players that not only have what it takes from a stats perspective, but fits into the culture and the brand of Surge. What do you, what kind of advice would you give a young woman that is really wants to, they'd love to play for the Surge? Is, Is there something that they should be doing right now that will help Yes. Uh, so the, the one prerequisite, not, and it's a few prerequisites, but one of the, the obvious for us is that we are only postgraduate. Okay. Uh, so all of our players have degrees. On average, half of our players have master's degrees. And so for wow. my future recruits that are in middle school, high school, and they're thinking about, well, what does it take to be a, a surge player? One, I want you to have education because that's going to be something that you can always rely on uh, to be able to look at a career path where you're an entrepreneur. What, no matter the industry you're in, you want to know and be as knowledgeable as possible. Um, but the second is you better have the worth ethic that matches. Um, I, it is nothing worse than me than someone is like, yeah, yeah, I want to be great, but they do none of the action items uh, to get themselves there. Exactly. Um, so I, I'm big on walking the walk. And so that's why I challenge myself. If I can get up and every day I move the needle forward and surge, I need to start doing that from a holistic approach with myself as I now run on a sports dietitian. You know, we have a strength and conditioning coach. We're really looking at nutrition. And there's just so many things that we talk about holistically, how to be the best version of yourself. Um, that's what I would expect from our players. Love it. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. We are back with Kalia, and it is question time, ma'am. Ooh, are you ready? I'm ready. So the, I am very interested in how you came upon the word surge. I mean, th- there's a lot of words out there. What? Why? Why surge? So, Mish, fun fact: I bought the surge. You bought the I surge. I bought the okay. surge in May of 2011 at 23 years old. Real? Yes. What? I did not um, know so this. Oh, I love when I get these little nuggets uh, of information. And so I cannot take the credit for founding the name Surge. Okay. Uh, and what's interesting is I had a lot of terrible ideas. Uh, I, I was going <laughs> to rename the team. I had, and thank goodness I did not. Uh, that's why it's really important for you to have this team around you to say, hey, hey, don't do that. Don't call it. What were you thinking about calling it? Do you remember? At the time, I worked uh, for one of the the largest luxury dealerships here. I was thinking about Team Luxury. It was all these terrible names. (laughs) It was bad. Um, But the truth is, Surge is energy. Um, And I I just felt like it spoke to me to say, we can can build a brand around this. I like it. I love it. All right. You recently gave the keynote address at the St. Louis Women's March. Tell us about that experience and what kind of information did you gift to everyone that day? That was such a, a kind of an out-of-body experience uh, for me, honestly. It, I was so proud and honored to even be included a part of the day. Um, and it was so motivating, you know, because I, I think in this time, in this day and age particularly, we're seeing uh, something that I don't think anyone really knew that we would see in 2020. Right. With the level of divisiveness and what no. we're seeing in our country. But 
I do think that there is this wave of people who really just want to get behind something positive and they want to know what their place and how they can play a role in making a difference for the better. And that's what I saw at the Women's March. And so to be able to share uplifting words with my story, my journey, but how I want to be a part of a community that we're moving the needle forward. Um, And I'm always looking forward. I do mean that. I don't like looking in the rearview mirror and seeing shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, And if you got a chance to to really speak up, be vocal, make a difference, you do it. I love it. And and you're a perfect person to have up there. I mean, 23 and you bought a business? That's huge. I think I, I probably was crazy. So I do get how everyone else was like, is Kalia crazy? Probably at the moment. But don't you think that <laughs> naivete some, works in your favor many times? Yes. I mean, because so because yes. I think about that, you know, I mean, I have a lot of childlike ways about my me and a lot of naivete in many ways. And, and I think, but that's actually worked for me because what I don't know, I don't know. So I might be heading into something thinking, oh, yeah, wow, that sounds like fun. I can do that. You know what it is? It's a different degree of optimism, though. There, yes, Most there people you are go. programmed to think about, this isn't going to work. I can't do it. And Too they think hard. about a I can't thousand that million done. ways yes. that it won't work. Versus when you come in and you have this optimistic perspective, we're wired different. Right, right. And 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 when you find out that, the, yes, there are challenges, I think if you have that attitude of, oh, wow, didn't see that, didn't know this would be a challenge, all right, let me figure out how to get this done. Yes. I, when I, my short time I was in the corporate world, one of the gals that worked for me, uh, she, th- she thought it was very funny. She said, your management style is this. Well, you can go figure this out. Because I, and she said, and then every once in a while you'd say, sit down, let's talk about this. She's like, it's almost like you knew things you were going to have to help me learn to get me over the hump and things that you just knew if I, if I really sat down and thought about it, I could go figure this out. Troubleshooting. Yeah. Troubleshooting is a skill set within itself uh, because when it doesn't work the first time or the second time, how hard are you really willing to work to make sure you get it done? Exactly. Exactly. And that's sometimes the best way to teach someone is to make them go figure it out. That's like my intern training camp. Uh, I need you to be able to troubleshoot, problem solve, and really think through the best solution to the problem. Right, right. And if I gave it to you every single time, then it would Doing you a disservice. Right, yeah. Doing you a disservice. And plus, we may be missing out on a whole different brain that's very creative in a different yes. way. And that can help serve what we're doing here in a way I wouldn't have seen. You know, so it's fun. I love it. <laughs> All right. So have, I'm sure you have gotten many gifts over the years that have a basketball theme to them. Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> is there one in particular? It's like your most favorite. Like, oh, this is so perfect for me. I have I have gotten a ton of amazing gifts. Um this, this is, is good. Gonna, you've got the, you've got so many gifts. But here, here's the deal. I, I will say this is kind of the the sentimental side to me is that I really love handwritten cards, notes. Those Aww. are the things I genuinely value. I keep every single card and note that's ever been given to me. I love taking trips down memory lane. Gifts are awesome. Um, you know, I, I can get the the signed autographed jerseys and basketballs and, you know, custom frames. But when someone takes the time to make a, a personal note with a gift, that is just, if not more valuable to me. Um, and I, I really, that's stuff I really actually love and enjoy and appreciate. 
So with that, I mean, is there is there a, a certain card or something that someone said to you once? You were like, wow, this is going to stick with me? Uh, my mother actually Yay, uh, gifted me the—it's actually the quote that I—it's my mantra. If better is possible, then good is not enough. And so it was so funny. I re-gifted it to my mom, and she was like, where'd you get this from? And I was like, you. <laughs> you told me this. <laughs> This is your quote. Um, and for for everyone that ends up, I got a really awesome office gift uh, that was in framed, and it was it was just so nice that it didn't even go in my ho- office; it went in my house. Oh, um, and so that those are things I really love. I love it. So where do we find out more about the surge? Where are you guys? STLsurgebasketball.com. Uh, if there's an opportunity for you to learn more as we continue telling the story of surge, not only about myself, but the players, the coaching staff, our phenomenal partners and sponsors, uh, you want to be at Fieldhouse this summer at WashU to be able to experience a game. You want to follow us on social media at STL Surge on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram because you're learning more about this wave of energy that's in our city. Um, and for true, I don't need you to be a sports fan. I need you to be a Surge fan. Right. Uh, there and you really go. get behind the brand. Uh, this basketball is just uh, is really the cherry on top. And can we talk about, because I know that this is a thing, sponsorship, that so little sponsorship goes toward women's sports. To be exact, 1% of sports sponsorship dollars globally go to women's sports. All right. So I'm thinking the Trailblazers out there would want to sponsor a women's team. One, it doesn't go unnoticed. Two, you're making a direct impact in the community and your brand is aligned with with the very thing we are talking about in this decade of really having your brand represent and stand for something more than just the product. And with people that are of integrity. You're not going to learn the next day that a surge player has, you know, I don't know, been in a brawl at a bar the night before, you know? (laughs) Or here's the the deal, you know, I I never want to put us on a pedestal to where we don't make mistakes. Sure. But when we make mistakes, those are consequences for those actions. And anyone that joins the surge or is a part of the surge organization, I always say there's no one person bigger than our organization, uh, then that consequence is going to follow. But yes, Guess what? You're going to learn from that mistake, and hopefully you don't make it again. Love it. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. This This has been awesome. This has been great. Flowing. It's good. good. And I mean, is there any parting words that you want to? I mean, your quote's awesome. But anything else that you want to share out there to you know those those aspiring basketball stars to be? Keep surging. All right. Uh, Keep moving forward. Let's uh, let's do this together. All right, everyone out there, you have been listening to Mishmash. Thank you. Love you. Have a wonderful day.